When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's what's cooking. On an all-new Sports Stove local hour, we're talking EKU men's basketball, EKU women's basketball, EKU baseball, and EKU football, all on this episode with three great guests. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local Hour. McKinney looks, sets it a pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. I'm your host, Vince Stover, and we have an absolutely stacked program for you today. Uh, with breaking news from EKU football, we've got three great guests. Michael Moreno from EKU basketball, uh, Emma Hacker from EKU women's basketball, and Ron Franklin Jr. from EKU baseball all on the show today. And I'm telling you, you're going to love each and every one of these interviews today. But let's get things started with the news of the day. Thursday afternoon, quarterback Parker McKinney had a press conference. And my thought going into this press conference was, it has to be he's announcing that he's going to return, right? And he started off his speech there in the press room. And early on in the conversation, I thought, my goodness, I think he's leaving. And then finally, the the verbiage began to change to, you know, next year, next year, next year. And I thought, okay, good. And he finally made the announcement. Parker McKinney officially returning for his final season of eligibility to the EKU Colonels which, of course, is a huge deal uh, for the Colonels football team and what it means for him in the upcoming season as well. I had a chance to chat with Parker and with Coach Wells after the press conference. I recorded it, but I messed some things up, so I can't play it back for you. Uh, But Parker is, of course, excited. He's excited about what is here. We talked a little bit about the guys that are gone, uh, Tucker, Dak, those kind of guys, but he's really excited about what is here and what's new, what's coming in as well. Uh, coach Wells uh, also shared, you know, just confidence in the system, uh, new quarterback coach coming in. Uh, but, uh, everyone's very confident with what they have, uh, and what they plan to put on the field for this upcoming season, big games against Cincinnati and Kentucky to start off the season. Uh, so a chance to prove themselves very early on in this process. So, uh, a huge announcement, a, a, an exciting announcement for EKU football to have Parker McKinney back on board for one more season. One of the things Coach Wells did talk about was the importance of developing a backup quarterback. 
Uh, Cam Hergott is is probably going to be that guy. He didn't say this, by the way, uh, but Cam Hergott's probably the guy. But they will work with the quarterbacks in house and uh, developing a backup for this year and possibly uh, the predecessor for Parker McKinney as well. Well, let's get you to the interviews today because, like I said, we got three of them and we need to get them to you. And we're going to start off the interview with EKU baseball player Ron Franklin, uh, Ron Franklin Jr., excuse me. And I love this is the first time I talked with Ron and we had a really good time chatting and uh, getting to know him a little bit as well. They start off their season this weekend. Uh, you might even be listening to this by the time that they've already started, but Saturday the 18th is their first game. They're on the road in Alabama for a few games, and they got a home game coming up the following week, which is going to be exciting to, to uh, um, experience. Hopefully, it's not frigid, uh, but nonetheless, there it is. Uh, so today's interview with Ron Franklin Jr. is presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. Mad Mushroom is located right across the street from the campus. Uh, they've been serving Colonel since 2016, and they're well known for the home of the original cheese sticks. Uh, but did you know you can go in and sit down inside Mad Mushroom? A lot of people I talk to go, wait, they got chairs, booths, you can sit there? Sure enough, you can. Go ahead and get yourself a drink, a pizza, some cheese sticks, and enjoy time with friends or family. You can also order online at madmushroom.com. If you order in the store, you can use the code, or excuse me, just mention the Sports Though Podcast. They'll give you $5 off your order, $20 or more. Or if you order online at madmushroom.com, use the code SPORTS5, S-P-O-R-T-S, the number five, SPORTS5, and you get that same discount, $5 off your order of $20 or more. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. And now we're going to feed you the interview with the one and only Ron Franklin Jr. Joining us now on the program, EKU Baseball outfielder, Ron Franklin Jr. Ron, thanks so much for being with us, man. I appreciate it. Sir, my pleasure. Uh, it's hard to believe that uh, games are starting this week, and um, uh, it's a little cold outside, but you guys will be in Alabama this week. Are you excited for the season to finally get here? Man, I can't wait. I've been waiting for this moment since the fall, like. With this group we have this year, man, it's it's gonna be exciting. Talk about that group. So, you know, we obviously there's gonna be names that we we know from last year and things like that, but you also got some new faces too. So, how's the team coming together? Uh, we just this year. I, I just feel like we're just different from everybody. It's like Coach Pro, he just puts it in us that like we just different, just different from everybody else, and we got a lot of um. I mean, you could say veterans or like older guys coming back this year. That's going to be real big for the um, young. But our young group, like they're going to be real big this year, too. Uh, I mean, you, we got some superstars on the team, right? I mean, Will Will's probably the most notable just as far as recognition goes. And uh, and he's been that way pretty much from the get go. He's hit the yeah. hype around Will Will King catcher is 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 pretty big for sure. But you're getting some recognition this year too. D1 baseball has you as the 18th prospect in the A Sun, uh, which is a pretty cool recognition, I would say. Would you agree with that? Yes, sir, man. That's that's a blessing for real. I just thank the man above for all that. When you you look at your team around you, okay, let's talk about the outfield a little bit. Uh, you played, you started 45 games, played 49 games. All your starts came at center field, so we assume that's where you'll spend most of your time again this year as well. Um, what do you like about your out your outfielding crew this year? Um, athletic, athletic. We probably have the most athletic outfield in the in the country for real. Hmm. Um, we have a lot of depth this year. Like 
the people who don't get a chance to play this year, I mean, not this year, but who don't get a chance to start the season off, uh, they could play at any moment. Like, that's how good we are in outfield. How does Coach do do a good job as far as – because we talked – me and Coach Pro talked about this last year. There's guys that obviously everybody wants to play, but there's only so many positions on the field. And when you're when you have that depth, you you try to find a way to get guys in, but at the same time, you got a guy that's playing well, you don't want to pull him out as well. So what's that conversation like? I guess uh, you started most of the games last year. What's the conversation like for the guys who are waiting for their turn? Um, be patient. Your time gonna come. Trust me, because. Last year, I um I didn't start the season off. I stayed patient, like kept doing my routine and stayed positive. And uh, through all that, confidence is key. And when you get your chance, you just got to run away with it. Last year, you guys had a really good team. You got you know, won your share of the ASUN title, the regular season uh, title and everything there. And then, um, you know, I think overall, most people, especially outside of the program, were surprised with the season you guys had. This year you come in with a little bit more, um, I don't know, you're not going to take people by surprise this year, I suppose. Um, so so is there any kind of different feeling going into this season versus last season? Um, I mean, this year, like, we just fell way better than last year. Like, like we all, this is like just a big family. And we just we just ready to attack the next opponent every day and just getting better every day. Uh, what's one area that you were working on improving throughout this offseason to get better at than what you were last year? Uh, this year, uh, I, I would say my biggest thing was mental. Hmm. Like, I used to doubt myself a lot. Like, I was never positive. Like, if something go wrong, I just hang my head. But this year, like, any, like, a lot of adversity going to hit, but I just feel like I'm going to stay on top. So I coach high school basketball, and I got players on my team that are the same way as you were last year. You know, shot doesn't go down, heads down, frustrated. All right, so how do we fix that? What, what, how do you, um, how do you take that step mentally to keep that head up and keep, uh, keep me, me personally, I just been praying a lot, hmm. um, praying to God, like asking him for guidance uh strength positivity and you just like if it don't go your way you just got to keep going until it happens i love that answer so i also pastor a church so that that i love that answer a lot appreciate that very much so um last year you only attempted six steals but you got all of them uh so, so what's the what's the secret to uh being efficient and and base stealing uh I would say decision making for real or like speed, speed. And you, I mean, you don't have to be the fastest person on the field, but like if you like on time with everything and being efficient with everything, you should. How much is um, before the game studying a pitcher or in game watching the mechanics of the pitcher to know when you're supposed to go? And how much of it is just the coach telling you go? <laughs> I mean, I mean, if my coach made a steal sign, then you're gonna expect I'm gonna steal. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just ready, man. So are you asking for more steal signs this year? I mean, if they don't give it to me, I'm I'm fine with it. I know my my teammates got me; they're gonna hit me in. But I'm just fine with it. 
<laughs> uh, let's see here. Last year, uh, I had the stats in front of me, and now, okay, here we go. 225 batting average, seven home runs, 10 doubles, 36 RBIs, 28 runs scored, and like I said, those six steals as well. You also had one triple. Um, you had a couple really good games last year. Dayton uh, was a really good game, two doubles on that one. Then you had two home runs against North Alabama as well. What's the what's the the most excited you've been due to something you did in a, in a baseball game in your career, both college and high school? Uh, the most excited, um, I would have to say my fall year, my last year of JUCO baseball. I played uh, at Bossier Parish Community College in Shreveport, Louisiana. Shout out them, Bipsy, my Bipsy guys. Um, in one game, I played Panola, and uh, I went. Three for three with three bombs. Oh, <laughs> it was. That's when I just blew up, man. Yeah, probably the best of my life. Uh, that that would be a fun day, no doubt about it. Now, uh, it's a little warmer in Shreveport, and mm-hmm. you grew up in New Orleans, didn't you? Or down in that area, a little yes. warmer down there than Richmond, Kentucky. So, talk about what got you to Richmond, and uh, let's start with that. What, what got you to EKU? Um, Jones. Uh, shout out, Coach Jones again. Um, he, uh, used to, uh, coach at Nichols and he recruited me out of high school, um, at Archbishop Romo high school in, uh, Metairie, Louisiana. Um, but that, that game, that game, I just blew up and Jones, um, started recruiting me. I was like, yeah, I can't pass this opportunity up. But it is, you know, I mean, it's Kentucky, so it's not like it's Michigan or anything, but it's cold still. And you guys first home game is, uh, February 21st. So yeah. I'm guessing it won't be super warm <laughs> either. Nope. How do you adjust the playing in cold weather with, with college baseball? I am prepared. I got my hand warmers. I got my ski mask. Uh, as long as you got hand warmers and my hands are not cold, I'm straight. Okay. <laughs> how how bad does it hurt to hit a ball in cold weather? Especially if you get jammed, your thumbs are in the box. <laughs> like You have to go pick your thumbs up and put them back on. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. I don't. I don't. Know. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about these games. You guys are going to Alabama. You're going to play four games. Uh, you've got Alabama, Birmingham to start off. That's on Friday. Um, South Alabama doubleheader, and then Northwestern State uh, there in Alabama as well. What do you know about these teams? Uh, I know UAB. Uh, one of my roommates, Khalil Bell. He uh from Birmingham, so. He know a lot of people over there, but I know the shortstop that uh, at UAB. He said he can't wait to play us, so I'm ready for that. Yeah, um, South Alabama. I know that's gonna be a tough game. I mean, all all the games are gonna be a tough game, but I feel like we're gonna come. What's the uh, you know second year in the A Sun? Uh, so now you guys have at least seen the teams before um, coming into it. Uh, what excites you about conference play this year? Uh. I feel like we play uh, better teams this year, honestly, and better competition. So they better bring it on because we we ready. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, you guys got everything, you know, lining up for everything, right? So you had the first pitch dinner uh, this past week. You had uh, you had you guys had lots of scrimmages earlier on in the year as well, and working through. I'm curious with this. I've asked a couple people this, but the ball field. It's you know, it's all artificial. Yeah. Um, and, and 
I mean, I'm not a baseball player, so I don't know anything, but uh, how do you like it? Like, is it, do you like the consistency of it as far as rain, sun, whatever? It's, it's always kind of the same. Yeah, I do. But the, it's just, it's just too cold out here. That's the only thing. It's just way too cold. Uh, I haven't seen the new scoreboard yet. Is it looking sharp? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, does it, does it accentuate all the features you want to accentuate when your face comes up there? Yes, sir. <laughs> what's uh, what's your walkout song? Uh, Hot Boy Ronald by um by uh, Hot Boy Ronald. <laughs> okay, I don't know that, but that's okay. That's, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, okay. Uh, what's your uh? Let's see. I'm I'm trying to get to know you a little bit. What's your favorite uh, thing to eat? Favorite thing to eat? Uh, I'll probably say gumbo. Gumbo. That makes sense. Being a Louisiana guy. Um, what do you have a pregame meal like something you eat before every pregame? See, I know like a lot of people like to eat a lot before games, but me, I'll just take some crackers, like some peanut butter crackers, and I'll be good. Yeah, you don't want to slow it, slow yourself down, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah can't, can't, can't weigh it down. Um, how many, uh, how many home runs are you gonna hit this year? Uh, knock on wood, but I'm gonna say over 15. Okay. Yeah, that'd be an improvement over over last year. That'd be great. Um, who's the player on your team that uh, that you say, "Hey, everybody, better watch out for this guy because he's gonna he's gonna show up big this year." Other than yourself, that's a lot. <laughs> I, I feel like like the whole team just yeah, they just better be on the lookout for us. Full of breakouts, yes, sir. Hey, I like that. Hey, one of our sponsors is Mad Mushroom Pizza, and it's located, you know, right across the street from the campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got great pizza, great cheese sticks. But uh, I like to ask our first-time guests, if you're getting a pizza, what's your go-to toppings? What do you got to have on a pizza? Just pepperoni, light sauce. Pepperoni, light sauce. Interesting. Okay, very good. Hey, Ron, you've got your first games coming up this week. Uh, I'm excited to get out to the park and watch some. They uh, they just announced the promos for this year as well. Lots of good stuff. I'm going to try to take advantage of those weekday $2 days uh, as well. <laughs> Looking forward to that. We enjoy getting out to the park and cheering you guys on. Looking forward to what's ahead for you guys. So good luck as you get things started. And uh, we'll keep touching base with uh, your teammates and coaches throughout the year as well. But, hey, man, I really appreciate this. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Nah. Thank you. God bless to you and your family, man. Mad Mushroom Pizza is now a proud sponsor of the Sports Stove Podcast. Mad Mushroom, home of the original cheese sticks. Proudly serving EKU's campus, Mad Mushroom offers Colonel's amazing pizza, cheese sticks, wings, grinders, and so much more. Next time you visit, tell them the Sports Stove sent you and you'll get $5 off any order over $20. Or visit online, madmushroom.com. And when you order, enter the code SPORTS5, SPORTS5, and you'll get that $5 off any order over $20. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. And again, a shout out to Ron Franklin Jr. Thank you for coming on. And uh, hopefully we'll get to see you out there at EKU Baseball Games this year. They, they put out their promotionals um the different things they're going to do for promotions throughout the season weekdays two dollars you get two dollar tickets two dollar hot dogs two dollar sodas uh two dollar drinks so you get you get everything there for two dollars each on weekday games those are the kind of games i like to go to personally uh but they've got other promotions going on as well so make sure you get out and cheer on eku baseball team 
And uh, we'll get more of the baseball players on here as the season rolls on as well. And we always enjoy having Coach Pro on and uh, looking forward to having him back on the show as well. Next up is EKU Women's Basketball. Coming off a win Thursday night against North Alabama, 76-63. to Alice uh, Reconati, 15 points and 9 assists. Uh, Antoinette Walker, 14 points, 6 rebounds. Marissa Mackins, 12.6 rebounds. Daniel Rainey, 7 points, 8 rebounds. And our next guest, Emma Hacker, 13 points and 7 rebounds in this game. Uh, she did not start this game. Ari Kirkwood started this game. Uh, but Emma has started most of the season, and we had the chance to have her back on. We had her on last year and had a chance to finally get her on again this year. This was recorded on Tuesday, so before the Thursday night game. Um, I think we even mentioned that in the interview. But nonetheless, I enjoyed chatting with Emma again, and, and uh, she's had a very good season. And uh, she talks about the team and how it's come together and the success they have had and the success they hope to have in the days ahead. This interview with Emma Hacker is presented by All Around Roofing. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing's got you covered. Uh, they are a veteran-owned, locally-owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. So it's not just the roofs. They do roofing repairs and replacements. But they also take care of all the other things on the exterior of your home, like windows, gutters, siding, chimney flashings, and so much more. Uh, all Around Roofing, you can reach them at 859-489-5179 or look them up on Facebook, All Around Roofing KY. All Around Roofing, we can handle your all-around exterior needs at All Around Roofing. And they bring to you this interview with EKU women's basketball forward, Emma Hacker. All right, joining us on the show again is EKU women's basketball forward, Emma Hacker. Emma, thanks for being back on with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Uh, can you believe the season's almost done? Four four games left in the regular season. Is that is that kind of shocking? Yeah, it is. It's it's crazy. Just felt like a blink of the eye, and we're almost on the down, we're on the downhill stretch. So <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, what's what's the dynamic difference between this year and last year? Because last year you had three seniors um, that were had been well, a couple have been around the program, and then and then this year you bring in it's it's basically a lot of new faces <laughs> so how's that dynamic working this year yeah I think it's uh it's definitely been uh, a great environment for me uh and I know for my, many of the team I feel like this is one of the uh like I guess closest teams I've been a part of and uh I think we may be a lot of new players but a lot of us already have uh, a lot of the newcomers already had experience in D1 so um, we're all kind of a little bit older, I guess, in that sense. Um, but I think we mesh really well, and it, it's been really, it's been really great. Yeah, you talk about that experience. I mean, you guys bring in Antoinette from Marquette, Danielle from Florida, uh, Marissa, who was with you guys last year, just wasn't able to play. Uh, that comes in as well, and then to add that to you already had experience. Alice had a year under her belt. Uh, there's a basically the whole team has experience this year. Is that a big a big difference compared to last year? Um, I think it definitely helps. Um, we don't have any freshmen on the team. True, Well, besides uh, we have one freshman on the team, but um, I think it definitely helps in that sense. And um, you can tell on the court, it kind of, we, we all flow together because most of us came from uh, Eastern last year, uh, only mm -hmm. some newcomers. And so um, it kind of, yeah, it does help definitely. <laughs> Uh, you come into this season, second year in the A-Sun Conference. You guys are 7-6 and six in the conference right now, four games to go. Uh, 
Um, compared to this point last year, where's the confidence level as you're getting ready to head into the conference tournament? Yeah, I think um, we definitely lost some games that we knew we should have won. Uh, so I think going into the conference tournament, we are kind of we've got a chip on our shoulder. So I think uh, we're definitely ready to, um, you know, compete these last few games, going into the tournament and try to see if we can get that home game. Um, and since we won that last game uh, last year in the tournament, we're familiar with how it goes. We're familiar with how the ace one runs. So I think we're ready to get into the tournament and make a run. <laughs> Uh, you guys, well, let's talk about you for a little bit. Uh, you're climbing the EKU historical ladder, uh, with blocks, uh, in your, in your career. You've got 27 this year, uh, alone to go with 27 steals. Also, by the way, 6.8 points and three rebounds, uh, per game. You are the tallest player on the team. Uh, last year when we chatted, you talked about the fact that coach, he, he understood that he didn't force you to play big so to say mm-hmm. uh he lets you kind of my game uh you come into this season obviously uh you've got other bigs so to say um have you did you feel your role shift at all this year yeah i think uh you can definitely tell we're a team full of shooters so uh i kind of realized that with my height and uh you know my ability to kind of get in there and this is not necessarily physical as much as some hope, but uh, I can, you know, have the ability to play more inside. So I feel like I have been playing more as a forward this year, but I think that definitely helps in the sense that uh, all of us can shoot. So um, if we drive the paint and um, I can, you know, rather than roll on a ball screen, I can pop out to the three. So I think I am more shifting for, towards the forward, but um, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're you're more of a. I don't know if we're allowed to use the word big with ladies, and I apologize. Oh no, I think it's. Fine. <laughs> I don't mean it anything bad, uh, but you're more of a finesse, and yeah, you've been able to use, like you said, use your height, take advantage of what of what you what you, your God given height, and then on top of that, you're still able to shoot and things as well. And I mean, you get out on the court with the the typical starting five. Uh, I think the whole team's a blast to watch, and I haven't been able to go to as many games as I wanted to this year. But uh, I love watching you girls play. Um, you know, Aliche kind of sets the tone, and everybody feeds off of that. And then you added Danielle, who can shoot. Uh, you added Marissa to the court, uh, who can shoot, of course, as well. And then you got Antoinette. She's taking very few threes, uh, but she's scoring almost thirty points a game. So um, you add all those dynamics, and having you all out on the outside that. The ball can kick out to and, and shots can fly. It's got to be freeing to have have that uh, option, I guess, as a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've definitely mentioned it before, but Coach Todd, he has a he runs a lot of uh, ISO plays. We have a lot of you know freedom to play on the offensive end, so I think that definitely helps our game because you know we have so many scores. Like you said, Mari's a fit, like she doesn't really shoot the three as much, but she is one of the most efficient, efficient offensive players I've, I've seen um, run through. So, uh, yeah. And if you can't guard us in the inside, we can just kick it out to, you know, Marissa, Danielle, Mac, all those, all those shoes that you mentioned. So, yeah. And it's, you know, it's funny. I, we had Antoinette on uh, two weeks ago and I, I was preparing for that interview and I was looking at her stats. I thought, my goodness, she never shoots, <laughs> like shoots threes. Uh, <laughs> she still scores. And you're right. Very, very efficient as well. What's the one thing this team has to dial in on to be successful in the tournament? 
Yeah, um, I would say our defense for sure. It's always one of our, you know, talking points um, when we're dialing in the game in the game plans and in our scouts. Um, we have a we have been struggling, you know, with the uh, defensive transition points. Um, so a lot of teams have been leaking out, trying to get points off of, you know, our mystery bounds. So I think that's going to be one of our biggest things going into the tournament is knowing that people are going to try to prey off of that, and we have to, you know, be locked in. Um, and we've been have a saying like guard your yard. So you got to display that one on one. Uh, you guys have North Alabama. Uh, by the time this interview posts, that game will be done with. So we're going to skip over that one for a second. Uh, and then Saturday, you've got Central Arkansas. These are your last two home games um, of the season. And you guys have been really, really good at home this year. What is the difference um, other than you practice there? <laughs> but what is the difference between the home versus road? Uh, I think there's a lot of aspects that go into home games. You know, you have it's just the that um, atmosphere of being in your home gym. Um, I know Eastern is, you know, kind of considered a shooting gym the way it's laid out. It's just very open. Um, we got a nice background to shoot on. So it's definitely one of my favorite gyms to shoot uh, threes in. And it's kind of just comfortable for me. My whole family can come because I'm only about an hour and a half from away. So that, that definitely helps. So it's definitely just a great environment to play in. And then your last two games will be on the road, Queens and Liberty. Of course, Liberty, one of the top teams in the conference, uh, will be a tough way to end the season. But then, really, it all resets, right? Once you get to that tournament time, it's it's just time to, to play your best basketball. Do you feel like the team is playing their best basketball as of right now? I think uh, we are. We're definitely we're getting into things, and I think you know we're showing the league what we're capable of. Um, we had a, a, a hard last couple of weeks, but I think our last game was definitely one of our better ones. And um, but with that being said, everyone in the everyone in the tournament right now is is playing their best game, and the A Sun is really balanced this year. So I'm excited to get into the tournament and see what we can do. Uh, did you, have you seen any difference in Coach Todd this year from last year, or has he been pretty much the same guy? I will say he's definitely um, – he was – whenever I first came uh, – whenever – I've been here for all my years, but whenever he came to coaching, he was adamant not taking the the transition three. But given we have so many shooters this year, he has kind of had to been relaxed on that because we will still shoot it. And when he make, when we make it, he can't really say much. So I yes. will say our threes are definitely uh, a different than his normal kind of ISO game. But I, I think he's adapted to it. <laughs> Yeah, that, that says a lot about him, though, doesn't it? That he's willing to adapt to what he has and listen to you all, probably listen to his assistant some as well. And uh, it says a lot about him because he's been in, he's been around a long time. And sometimes it's hard for, to, well, you know, the old saying, teach an old dog new tricks. Not that it's a new trick, but um, to be able and be willing to adapt to what he has says a lot about Coach Todd. And I think that's the kind of stuff that encourages me as a fan to know what the future holds with him here. We love having him here, and we've and loved having you here too, Emma. So I don't think we ever asked you this question, so I'll ask you this time. Uh, Mad Mushroom is one of our main sponsors this year. Of course, they're located right across the street from campus. Yeah. Uh, but if you're ordering a pizza, what's your go-to toppings? What do you got to have on a pizza? Um, this may be controversial. If I'm not doing the normal, you know, like pepperoni or something, but I got to say I'm a Hawaiian pizza girl. So, um, you know, ham and pineapple. And if we're talking mad mushroom, you know, their cheese sticks are really good. So <laughs> got to yes, say them. they are. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, we, we always, so I got two boys 
So we always get the meats pizza and then we get my wife, the gluten-free crust pizza. And then, and then we always get cheese sticks. Got to have cheese sticks. And uh, what's your dipping sauce? What do you go with your dipping sauce? Um, Just a solid marinara, you know, it's just a red sauce kind of girl. Okay, (laughs) That's it. Yeah. If you've never tried it, you got to try the nacho cheese. Uh, It doesn't like when I first heard that, I thought that doesn't sound right. It's phenomenal. So nacho cheese with your cheese sticks next time you get them. Uh, you you will not regret it unless you hate nacho cheese, then you might. But um, but it's a it's a good comment. Uh, Emma, thank you so much. Yeah, th- thank you so much for being with us today. Again, we love cheering you on, and uh, happy to have you here in Richmond. And looking forward to what's ahead. Uh, good luck at the uh, tournament coming up and through the next four games as well. Uh, but like I said, thanks so much for spending some time with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a good one. <laughs> Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a locally owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more. All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call today, 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That's 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All Around Roofing. Welcome back in to the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. Thank you to Emma. And uh, coming back on and chatting, we had a good time uh, talking with her, always do. Next up is men's basketball. Play Central Arkansas on Thursday night. One more home game, senior night, coming up this weekend on Saturday. Uh, And that game is, uh, like I said, the last home game against North Alabama, and then they got two road games to end out the year. Matt Roan announced this week that uh, they are going to move up the construction of Alumni Coliseum and uh, change some things around. So it may not look the way that it was drawn up originally, but nonetheless, uh, they're going to move it up so they don't miss any conference basketball games next season. They will play all their non-conference games either on the road or in a neutral site somewhere else here in the area. But the goal is to have the Coliseum completed in time for the new year. And uh, so they can take advantage of the home court advantage that they have as well. We talked with Michael Moreno this week. We've had Michael on several times on this program, but I got to be honest with you. This was the funnest interview I had with him. We talk about his teammates. We talk about the team this year. We talk about uh, his his so-called brother and Cooper Robb. And we talk about what's ahead as well in this team, what they can accomplish. This uh, interview with Michael Moreno is presented by IPM Pest and Termite, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. Uh, IPM Pest and Termite is the kind of company that you that you always hope for. Uh, when you call, they get, they get with you. Uh, if you schedule a time, they show up on time and they guarantee their service. And that's hard to beat and hard to match even in this day and age. And so visit myipm.com for more information. And again, IPM Pest and Termite presents this interview with Michael Moreno. Joining us back on the program is EKU men's basketball forward, Michael Moreno. Michael, uh, again, thanks so much for for taking some time for us this week. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, Let's talk about the year in general, right? Uh, The the energy and the excitement is definitely back in Richmond. Mm -hmm. Uh, how much fun has this year been so far? It's been awesome. Uh, we've drawn great crowds every game. I mean, starting with the Western game, like that was I mean, a sellout. It was awesome. You know, the environment, the energy that the fans bring is second to none. That's why uh, 
home court advantage is such a blessing to have, um, you know, especially being here in Richmond in the backyard of one of the biggest programs of college basketball. The fact that we're able to draw such a crowd and have such a faithful fan base is so huge for us. So we've loved it. The players, you know, we've all loved it. The coaches have definitely loved it. And they just, you know, kind of fueled us and got behind us. Is there is there anything to the fact that you talked about being in the backyard of a large college basketball program? Is there anything to the fact that they're not having a great year? Mm-hmm. Um, that maybe finally there's some people that are saying, hey, I'll just I'll mosey down to Richmond or right, people right. who would usually stay home and maybe watch a game on TV decide, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go watch the game live in Richmond. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that kind of correlates a bit. You know, obviously the, the fan base, the Big Blue Nation is a huge fan base. Um, definitely a very uh, a spoiled fan base, you could say, just with the success they've had over the years. And so the fact that we're able to put out a great product and it kind of coincides with them not necessarily having their best year is huge for us because we can attract more fans that way. You know, Coach has done a great job building a brand and building a program here. And so the fact that our product is, you know, kind of hitting a stride at the right time is really good for us. You know, you can, you can come up with a motto uh, and coach has the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Yes. Last year, it didn't really match up to that for lots of reasons. Right. Um, But this year it does match up to that. Mm -hmm. And obviously you've been a part of helping build that here at EKU. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the excitement that from the fan level, it's, it's been fun. I mean, it's a ton of fun this year to watch. Mm-hmm. And last year there were moments of fun, but it wasn't always fun. Right. Um, but on the court, I mean, take out the fans for a minute, just you guys, because you guys get four, sometimes five years to enjoy this. I mean, there, it just looks like you guys are having so much fun this year, mm-hmm. uh, especially for you guys who were here last year that kind of went through all the struggles of last year. Absolutely. The joy seems to be there. Yes. Um, and I think that was the motto coming in for some guys, like personally, like when I, you look at Isaiah Kozar, you know, he spent three years at Western and, you know, didn't really see much floor time. So he was losing his love for the game. You see he set a school record for the blocks in a season as by an individual. And that's huge, you know, coming from a place where he probably could count on one hand the number of times he played double-digit minutes, you know. So for him, he brought his, his – his shot blocking ability to us and we've been able to utilize it to, you know, our advantage and he's having a great time. You can see he's smiling again, having a lot of fun, you know, Tay Tay's playing like a superstar. You can see he's smiling out there. His mentality is just, you know, to take over games when we need him to do it, you know, and then you see the rest of our team, our bench energy is awesome. And it's because guys in our program, like we, we really, we really love each other. You know, we're, we're a really tight knit group and we care about each other. We all want the same things. We all want to win. We all want to be successful. And when you have, you know, common interests and you have real love between, you know, a group, it's really hard to take the joy away from them, you know. As as Coach always says, we're going to see adversity, but we can't let it break us. And so without letting it break us, it's essentially letting people steal our joy if we decide to let ourselves break. So, you know, the common theme is just being able to not let anybody take our joy. I love that. Um, you and Coop have been able – last year you guys were forced to play a ton of minutes um, mm-hmm. and and were desperately needed uh, in different areas. You guys are still needed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you guys have some depth this year that allows you guys to have some rest during games and mm-hmm. you're not having to play the five, <laughs> things like yeah. that uh, yeah. this year. Does that um, – I mean, how does that – Last year probably actually helped you in some ways in growing your game, but how does that ability this year to be able to come off the floor and know that the guy coming on the floor 
there's going to be little to no drop off, maybe even in some some categories, slight slight improvement versus in other categories that you have the advantage over those kinds of things as well. How does that help the confidence during the game? Uh, it's great because, you know, like we have guys, everybody has an individual gift that they've been given. Like you look at me versus John Ugumaru, who, you know, we play the same position. You look at me and you look at him. You're like, man, I love it when Michael shoots the ball, but it's just there's something about when he dunks the ball that it's just he's such a great athlete. He's got a lot of energy. He's long. He's, you know, he's just a good player. I mean, and, and to have, you know, that's just one example of many to go on down the line. Like, you know, we have confidence in each other to be able to do that. So to have guys come in the game and you can trust them, having that trust is really important because, you know, everybody has a moment in their life, especially coming from, you know, most players at the division one level were the best players on the high school team. So you, you're, you're used to being the one that everybody answers to, you know, when the time comes down to it, you got to get going or it's just not going to happen for you that day. So now to be able to have that trust factor, it takes a lot of weight off everybody's shoulders, you know, to be able to not have to focus on their performance rather than making an impact on what the team needs at the time, whether it's defense, knocking down shots, rebounding the ball, whatever it may be, they can kind of focus on their role rather than having to put a lot of pressure on themselves for performance. I've asked everybody this that I've had on this year, um, but the competitiveness in practice, mm -hmm. because you have that depth, now your practices, I mean, you've got almost 15 guys. Mm -hmm. You can almost run three full groups of really, really good basketball players out there mm -hmm. in practice. I mean, that's got to help too. I mean, it's nice to practice when you're the better one in the practice, but when you're that's going right. up against, you know, elite, elite competition every day, that has to grow the game as well. Absolutely. You you have to compete every every single segment, every rep. Uh, you have to come ready to practice, and it makes practice more fun that way. You know, everybody loves to win, but you don't feel like you're getting better if you're just, you know, beating up on the other team all the time. You know, like you look at the most dominant teams of all time, you know, when you, when you beat on people like Tom Brady, for example, Tom Brady was interviewed after winning well, his third or fourth Super Bowl saying, you know, I thought it would feel better than this. You know, I thought like, what else is there to do now? You know, like eventually beating on people, it can, it can wear on you as far as having the same fun and genuine love for the game. So for us to have that just in an everyday environment, it requires you to come with your best every day. You got to compete and you got to be ready to go. And we know that we're making each other better that way. And so there's no time for, you know, relaxing. There's no time for feeling bad about, you know, how your day's going. You can leave it all out there on the practice floor. So uh, you guys have had some really fun games this year. Coops hit two game winning shots. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that's always, it's always fun. Do you ever say jokingly, of course, say like, Coop, come on, man, let somebody else, let somebody else have the spotlight. <laughs> no, I, I think, you know, he's made for the moment. He's since we were kids um he had a big one when we were in this tournament in the sweet 16 one year so it, it's kind of just been a common theme he, he's not afraid of a moment he's not afraid to take the shot so having a guy like that with those kind of guts and you know i'm in the first hand for i guess this is year like 10 or 11 that i've seen this yeah, so i mean yeah. uh, i'm used to him not stepping away from the moment he's ready for it you know he's the same old guy every time you see him he's quiet he's reserved but he competes he plays hard and he's ready whenever his opportunity comes so having a guy like that's really important part of your role as an upperclassman is to help the young guys mm -hmm. uh so that when you do step away 
that your legacy is more than just what you did on the court, but, but what you're leaving behind and how you're helping those guys behind you. You guys got some incredibly talented young guys on the team. Of course, Tayshawn and, and Leland get a lot of the publicity. Turner gets a lot too because he's a local kid also. Yes. Um, but uh, let's let's talk about uh, Leland and Tayshawn first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think watching their defensive game step up has been really exciting to kind of see that energy continue forward uh, there. And then they don't seem afraid of anything. Exactly. That's, that's exactly how they've been built. Um, you know, for them, they're both offensively gifted. You look at Tayshawn, he's can really get into the lane anytime he wants. And same with Leland, you know, Leland is a, is a pressure cooker when it comes to scoring, he can get you buckets and bunches. So having that coming into college is really important. The fact that you can still blow by people and you can still score, you know, at a pretty high clip, what's going to separate them though is, being great defenders, you know, because it's not like they're six five and six six. You know, right. they're both six one, 190 pounds, strong kids, tough kids. But you know, to separate yourself, being smaller, you got to be good at everything. You know, you can't have any holes in your game. And so you see when when they sit out on the defensive end, what they're really capable of. And I'm really proud of them because they've grown a lot. They've become more disciplined on the defensive end. You know, as to where in high school you get a lot more publicity when you sit up there and try and take someone's ball um, rather than just staying in front. So now, you know, they're sitting down, they're guarding. They're not afraid to guard the best guard on the other team, and that takes a lot off Cooper's plate, you know, whenever he needs uh, a breather or whenever he's in foul trouble, whatever it may be, or they may have two or three guards. So now we don't have to worry about putting Cooper on the best and, you know, seeing what happens. So we've got guys who are willing to step up defensively, and it starts with those two. And then Turner, you know, his reputation is a shooter. Mm-hmm. My guess is, and I'm just guessing this, but my guess is when he walks on the floor, the opposing team goes, okay, he's a shooter. Yes. And that's probably all he's got. But he brings a lot more of that to the table, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. They 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 always say that. They look at him and they see, you know, just call a spade a spade, a short white guy, you know, comes in on the scout report and they're like, shooter, shooter, shooter. And we all laugh because we've seen him. You know, he makes plays. He's a smart kid. He's witty. You know, he's tough. And he knows that teams are coming after him because, you know, he's, he's he's shorter. And that's just what it is. But he knows we believe in him, and he knows we have his back. So he's not afraid of anything either. Those three are some of the toughest kids I've ever met coming into college because they simply just weren't afraid of a thing. They weren't afraid of the moment. They weren't afraid to take the shot. And they've been willing to learn and willing to take, you know, the, the coaching from, from the veterans, from the coaches. And, you know, they've been willing to expand and, you know, evolve their game. Last player I ask you about is Jackson Holt. He got some minutes against Liberty. Yes. Summer practice, I watched him. I talked with the the uh, old guys sitting there in practice as well, and we all just kind of gushed over this kid. Uh, oh, yeah. His effort on the floor, he can shoot, but he's he, you know he's got good size at six four. Yeah. He can defend. He, he's got that heart in him too. He's got had a lot of opportunity this year, but I'm sure more opportunity continues to come. Uh, what do you say about Jackson and what he brings to the team? Also, yeah, I just think he's a special kid, man. I mean. I remember when he came in on his visit uh, in the summer because he was a late addition to our class. And when he came in, he uh, he he worked out. And I, I came in and sat down and watched. I was like, you know, I'm interested to see what this kid's like. You know, he's got this long blonde hair, real quiet. But every time he lets the ball go, it's just like, man, it's just so pretty. It feels like it's going in every single time. So for him early on, he wasn't knocking down shots. But, you know, he didn't let it break his spirit. He just got in work, kept his head down. And, you know, I'm extremely proud of him and the effort he's put in because he's, you know, He's waiting for his time to be called. He knows there's veteran guys, but he knows that he's going to be an elite shooter at this level one day. And he knows that he's capable of doing that in this system. He sees guys do it all the time. And, you know, 
he's turning his opportunity into, you know, more minutes hopefully for him this year. It's been tough. Obviously, we have a lot of great guards, especially veterans, um, at the two and three with Cooper and and um, Tay-Tay. But, you know, with him, he, he's just waiting on his number to be called. I'm really proud of him for the growth he's shown this year. He's been a tremendous addition to our program as a person, as a student, and as a player. So. Uh, you've got four games left in the season. By the time this interview drops, you'll have three games left in the season. Two home games, uh, Thursday and Friday, or excuse me, Thursday and Saturday, and then two road games next week, Wednesday and Friday. Um, you guys have been really, really good at home, and you talked about that atmosphere and stuff like that as well. Are you guys where you need to be heading into tournament time? I think we're right there. I think there's a few things we got to clean up and tweak, but – um, we know what our value is. We know what our identity is. Um, we know our path to get where we want to go. Um, coaches consistent in reminding us, and we are really, really quick to remind each other of what it's going to take for us to get there. So, obviously, we want to take care of business at home. We've um, we've been really successful at home, and we've really been able to feed off our crowds. And we got to be able to take that on the road. Um, we've got four tough ones. Um, obviously, by the time this drops, so we'll have three left. Um, really excited about you know, the opportunities we have coming up. And this is obviously where the growth is going to have to start to sure up because we're getting to tournament time. Well, I'll tell you what, it's been a blast. I haven't been able to get to as many games as I wanted to, um, but I've been coaching high school basketball this year, so it's been kind of conflicts a little bit. But uh, it's been a blast to watch when we can come. And and, uh, my boys love watching too. I appreciate uh, what you give to the community as well. And uh, always enjoy cheering you on. So uh, I know we're recording this on Valentine's night. So again, I thank you for that. Taking Absolutely. some time for us. Thank thank your girlfriend for allowing you to do so as well, or being okay with you doing it, however you want to word it. I but, will, I will. <laughs> but hey, Mike, thanks so much for spending some time and good luck going forward, man. We really do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by I uh, no presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza and IPM Pest and Termite and All Around Roofing Kentucky. Uh, what a fun interview with Michael, and sure appreciate the time he's always given to this program, and enjoyed cheering him on here at EKU as well. Well, we've come to an end of a stacked program. Hope you enjoyed it today. If you did, make sure you like, review, share, subscribe, all those good things to wherever you are listening to the program. And uh, follow us on social media, at Sports Stove. That's on Twitter and Instagram as well. We're on Facebook, the Sports Stove Podcast, if you'd like to follow us there as well. Make sure you go ahead and visit Mad Mushroom Pizza. Tell them thank you for your support of the Sports Stove Podcast. Make sure you call IPM Pest and Termite when you got pests in your house that you don't want there. Uh, and tell them the sports stove sent you. And the same with All Around Roofing. You look at the outside of your home and go, boy, we got to get that fixed. Well, call All Around Roofing and let them know you heard about them on the Sports Stove Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's edition of the Sports Stove Podcast. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove.
McKinney looks, sets it a pocket, throws, open receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports.